0: Hello. Today I want to talk about police shootings from the left's perspective, from the libertarian perspective, and from the conservative's perspective, and explain why they are all wrong. Um, Part of the main problem is that they all look at facts that just seem too convenient for their own ideology. We'll get into that specifically for each of these groups. But overall, I just want to say this is a very complicated subject, and I don't think anybody has really analyzed it completely correctly. The easiest perspective to dismantle is the left's perspective. Their conception of these shootings is that they're racially motivated. This is the vestiges of racism in America. This is the history of slavery living down to our day. And it's just blatantly false. There's no real evidence that any of these shootings were racially motivated. Um, you, you know, none of these police officers were members of the Ku Klux Klan. They were none of them were like white supremacists or, or going to uh, Nazi rallies or anything like that. So these claims are kind of far-fetched, but even in a more basic sense, Is there a disparity in um, who is being shot, and is it more heavily uh, black people? Well, yes, there is in one sense, but if you look at it proportional to the number of crimes committed, no, there's not. Um, The reason why more black people are shot is because those areas are policed more heavily, because that's where the most 911 calls come from. Um, and, and so it's, there's a very simple correlation between 911 calls and people in the area being shot. And so, look, it's just that simple. It, it really is, there's a complete lack of evidence that the reason these shootings are happening is because of racism. Are there re- racist police? Yes, of course. But these shootings are not happening primarily because of them. Um, not even secondarily or tertiarily because of racist police officers. They're happening because of completely other means. The libertarian perspective is a much more reasonable one. The libertarian perspective is, first of all, this violence comes because of the drug war. And second of all, this violence comes because of qualified immunity. And I have to say that for the most part, I agree with both of these arguments. First of all, the drug war. There are so many deaths that are preventable because of the drug war. George Floyd, for example. George Floyd was killed because of investigations regarding and surrounding the drug war and you know i'm not saying drugs are a great thing to use i personally wouldn't use them i i wouldn't recommend anyone i know use them i would do everything i can to convince a close friend to avoid all drugs at all costs um but let me put it this way ron paul said if you need drug laws to prevent you from using drugs, then you're not a real conservative. A a real Christian conservative would be able to uh, avoid these things without needing the state to force him to. And so the real question is, do you believe you have the moral strength to do what's right on your own? And is it even morally a good thing if the state is forcing you to do what's right? And I'm not sure that it is a good thing. Perhaps we shouldn't be proud when we're not drug addicts because we've given all of our responsibility over to the state. And yeah, this does cause violence. Because how does the state enforce anything? Well, via violence. And the second argument the libertarians make is, well this is because of qualified immunity, and yeah, it absolutely is because of qualified immunity. If a regular citizen is engaged in a, a violent encounter, that citizen has to be thinking to himself, okay, well, is this justifiable? Am I really going too far? Is is Am I using this? And, you know, they're not actively thinking about that, but, um, but they think about it beforehand, and it becomes part of their subconscious. Because we reward and punish people when they appropriately or inappropriately use violence, it becomes part of their subconscious. But qualified immunity completely shields police officers from this process and Does that give them an authoritarian uh, view of the world? Absolutely. Absolutely, the police officers become uh, more violent when they know that there is less of a chance of punishment for inappropriate violence. So, yes, absolutely, this sort of thing is because of qualified immunity. And we would have a lot fewer police shootings. If we got rid of qualified immunity. And I understand the other side of the argument. Uh, people say, well, we have to have qualified immunity because these police officers are going into really sticky situations. Oftentimes there's gray areas and it's not really clear what one is supposed to do. And and that is absolutely right. There are gray areas. It's not a black and white situation. And that is exactly why I would prefer it to be handled by the free market instead of by the government. Because there are gray areas, you need more introspection and you need more uh, uh, market pressures, rewards, and punishments for when you do right and wrong. And qualified immunity is preventing police officers from being forced to accept this responsibility and this feedback. Um, and, and so, yeah, absolutely, I think that we should get rid of qualified immunity, and, um, and, and we should treat police officers the way we treat any other citizen. But I don't agree with the Libertarian perspective entirely. I think Libertarians very often lump all of these police shootings into these categories and say all of them are because of qualified immunity or something like that. And I think that it brings a lot of clarity to the situation. If you think about, well, what if this police officer were just a regular citizen? How would that change the story? So, for example, George Floyd, it makes it pretty clear that the police officers were in the wrong. If a regular citizen had attempted to enforce drug laws, oh, we would would arrest that citizen on the spot. It's totally inappropriate. Okay, well, what about um, the shooting of Jacob Blake? You know, there was a pending warrant out for his arrest, and there his ex-girlfriend had accused him of sexual assault. And I'm not going to comment on whether these allegations were true or not, because, you know, the wonderful thing about America is that people are innocent until proven guilty. But suppose that was the case. Suppose that a friend of yours called you up and said, my boyfriend or my ex-boyfriend who is violently... And sexually assaulted me has come over and he's taking my car and he's taking the three children who we have had together from me and you were just a friend and she said come over and help me and bring a gun you know in that case I think there is a good case to be made that the friend did the right thing in protecting her property and defending her children. Now, I don't think it's clear who had custody of the children, whether it was the ex-girlfriends or Jacob Blake's uh, children. And I think it's uh, probably because they've never discussed it. It's never gone to court. Um, And so it's probably unclear whether, uh, you know, whether Jacob Blake was supposed to have his children or whether his ex-girlfriend was. And that's something that should have been decided in court. But in the meantime, you know, if you were a friend and somebody had called you over and you ended up shooting uh, Jacob for... Taking for stealing her car and for what you thought might have been kidnapping her children yeah, that's, that, I, that would be a justifiable shooting you have the right to defend your property uh, using violent force when somebody is trying to take your property again, using violent force or even, you know even if you thought okay, well this isn't a friend but you know you you you're trying to mitigate an argument between Jacob Blake and Jacob's ex-girlfriend and there's a little scuffle and you have a gun and Jacob Blake then goes for a knife in his car and you're scared for your own life yeah you you would shoot Jacob Blake and so if if these police officers were a citizen then i think these just these shootings could very well be justified and i'm not i'm not going to be the judge of that ultimately i think it should go to court and the court should hear it out in an unbiased way but my point is libertarians should not lump all police shootings into this category because of Qualified Immunity or something like that. The point is, if we didn't have Qualified Immunity, some of these shootings would be found to be unjustifiable, and some of them would. And I don't know which is which, but we shouldn't assume that all police shootings are bad faith shootings and would not have happened under Qualified Immunity. Some of them still would happen just like there are still violent altercations between regular citizens, uh, justifiable and unjustifiable. The last view that I want to talk about is the conservative view, and this is probably the one that bugs me the most. Now, the conservative view is that these police shootings are essentially the result of higher crime in that area which is true there is higher crime in these areas and libertarians and conservatives alike will both agree that it is because the government has subsidized fathers to leave the home and leave black children without fathers to grow up and some white children too. And, and that is correct, but then the conservative will go on to say, well, if these people simply didn't resist arrest, then they wouldn't have gotten shot. And that does bug me a lot. Think about for a second, in Nazi Germany, if you were not a Nazi and you decided to resist arrest from the secret police and you know you have not committed any crime and so you're going to resist arrest does the fact that you resist arrest is that in and of itself a crime it, it shouldn't be You should not be. If if a police officer brings spurious charges against you, and you say, you know what, screw these, screw this, I I don't I don't have to listen to this. And the police officer then says, oh well, you're resisting arrest, and so now I'm going to use violent force to take you in. That's that's uh, that's absolutely backwards. That is absolutely backwards. That is the sort of authority that would have been abused in in Soviet Russia and in Nazi Germany that is the problem with with police like if if the policy is well if you resist arrest then we are justified in using violence against you no, no that is that is absolutely ridiculous now are the police justified in using violence to arrest somebody sometimes yes they are But that is to be determined afterwards in a court of law. But if somebody wants to resist arrest, and it later goes to court, it should not... uh, If they are found not guilty of the original offense, then resisting arrest should not even be brought up. So if this went to court, and the court asked the officer okay well why did you shoot him in the back it was not a justifiable arrest and the officer were to say well he was resisting arrest and you know we got in a scuffle and and so i shot him to to get him to calm down or or you know i i you know physically restrained him and it was painful to to them and and i i put cuffs on them we, we wouldn't think that's appropriate we would say okay we're, we're going to treat this as if, um, as, as if this had been a regular incident between citizens. That's how it should be treated. If, if a police officer shot somebody while trying to arrest somebody on spurious charges, then yeah, if that goes to court, the, the court should say, well, we're going to treat this like you just shot a regular person and you weren't a police officer. You were just a regular person who went and shot somebody over very spurious charges. That is the way this should be treated. And so conservatives should not be saying or, or justifying or defending police officers for shooting somebody because the person was resisting arrest. That's ridiculous. In one sense, the conservatives are right, which is that, yes, if these people did not resist arrest, they would not end up being shot. But what bugs me is that is it is sometimes said with the air that this is the way it's supposed to be. That if you resist arrest, you will get shot, or you will um, be put in cuffs, and, and that's completely reasonable and expectable. And And yes, so if you want to avoid getting shot by the police, I would recommend that you do not resist arrest. But I'm not saying that because it is morally good that this is a system we have. I'm saying that because that is what is effective for you to do. But it is not morally good that whenever you resist arrest from the police officer that they get to use violent force against you. Think for a second about the woman who was arrested in Australia for a post that she put on Facebook about her opinion on the pandemic. And they caught that whole, the, the arrest on camera. If she had decided to resist arrest, and her family had supported her in that, and then it went on to court and the court found you know what you we can't arrest people for for posts that they put on facebook that's just ridiculous well do the police officers then say ah oh, yeah but she resisted arrest and and therefore it justifies the nights that we put her in jail or or it justifies The fact that we used force to take her in. That's, uh, no, that's not right. That is absolutely not right. And so I I just, I wish that conservatives would stop saying that. In one sense, it is correct. If you want to not be shot by the police, you do not resist arrest. But stop saying it with the air that this is how it's supposed to be. Because this is not how it's supposed to be. This is this is how Nazi Germany and Soviet Russia controlled people. And we want liberty. We want people to be able to resist the police and say, you know what, this law is stupid. I'm not going to jail for posting something on Facebook. Or I'm not going to jail for whatever stupid law somebody brings up against me. You know, if if you really feel that you're justified in arresting me, then I'm going to put up a fight. And I think that we as a culture should accept that if you don't feel like you've done anything wrong, you can resist arrest. And we won't hold that against you when it comes time to go to court. Well, there you have it. That's why libertarians, conservatives, and liberals alike are all wrong about police shootings. Each of them tends to pick and choose stories that fit their narrative. Whenever you feel like something is just too convenient for a particular ideological viewpoint, it's probably because it is. But that's a good thing, because when you doubt it and think about it deeply, that's when you realize the truth about the entire situation.